Hey guys, welcome back to the Where I Join the Curls podcast. Yes, I'm always this excited before I begin every single episode. Today we have some great news. We officially ranked in 10 countries, Mexico being number 10. And I say we because my accomplishments are your accomplishments. I couldn't have done this without you. The last episode that I uploaded, which is Change the Water, created a lot of discussions, beautiful discussions between a lot of people and myself, which I absolutely loved. And one comment that I received was, how about I leave the water instead of being tempted to change the water or perhaps allowing the water to change me? And my response was, it's easier when we're talking about things like a TSA worker being rude to you or the barista at your favorite coffee shop not serving you or giving you the customer service that you expect. Because I've done this. I walked out of restaurants or places where I felt that people were rude to me. You know, I had that option. But I was more so talking about places where you feel like you don't have a choice. Or where we convince ourselves that we don't have a choice. And the importance of, how he said, leaving the water so that we're not tempted to change or be changed by it. And of course, I always have examples to tell you. But before I jump into that, I want to share a quote with you that I picked up on one of my summer reads. I've been obsessed with Colleen Hoover, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. I've literally been binge reading all her books. The last one that I read was It Ends With Us, and it's a pink cover. I'm sure you guys have seen it all over Instagram, all over, because she's literally been hitting the best-selling ranks. The quote goes, And as hard as this choice is, we break the pattern before the pattern breaks us. Cycles exist because they are excruciating to break. It takes an astronomical amount of pain and courage to disrupt a familiar pattern. Sometimes it seems easier to just keep running in the same familiar circles rather than facing the fear of jumping and possibly not landing on your feet. It stops here with me and you. It ends with us. Whew. And I have goosebumps. So I love I love when this happens because that means I'm about to spit some real shit or I'm about to get personal. And in my own journey in my own journal i wrote it ends with us it is up to us to end the cycles of abuse poverty and i'm not just talking about financially but also mentally and emotionally it ends with us to stop ourselves from self-sabotaging it ends with us what we do and accept to feel love to feel wanted to feel like we are successful what do we hold on to How many friends do we keep just to have company to drink? How many partners do we hold on to just to have someone to have sex with, to cuddle with, or to have someone to make us, and I put on quotes, feel less lonely? Because in reality, 
Most of the times, we end up feeling even lonelier with people. It ends with us. The culture of surviving but not living. Now this is the story of how I ended up with an emotional and psychological abuser. So I met this guy around May 2021. And we kicked it off. There was a lot of chemistry there. And I don't want to say chemistry because maybe it was just sexual desire. But we hit it off. He was really great, you know. But I ignored the first few red flags. And that's my mistake. That I always ignore them. Because I always want to see the better in people. So I ignored them. Until I felt like we were too deep. To kind of disconnect from it. Because I had also other sources. Like telling me oh you guys look really great together. You know he's so much fun. Whatever. I felt at that moment trapped. But I knew better. But I still stood because again. I thought. That I could fix people. Now with all the awareness. That I have. And all the knowledge that I have. I love to say, okay, well, this person is this way because of X, Y, Z. I maybe can help. But what that did to me was that it pushed me back. So I was already, let's say, 20 steps forward. He brought me 12 steps back. Because the little angry girl in me wanted to argue and to defend my point of view when he called me out when he was being mean to me when he made these mean and rude comments so i felt like i had to be in a position to defend myself or shit or even to defend others because he was so mean that he would bully other people and he would make fun of other people like he would say things like oh this person doesn't have money why would you want to hang out with them or he would look at people and be like oh this person is so fat or this and that And I'm just like, wow. I even ended up telling him, like, you know that that's just a projection of how you feel inside about you. He was literally always coming at people. There was always something negative. It was rarely ever when you heard him talking positive about other people. And I began that I started matching his energy. And I was like, hell no. I even told him, I was like, hell no. I was like, this is not me. I was like, yo, do you see the place that you're getting me to go to? And I dragged that on for more than what I should have. So that didn't last too long because I ended up cutting it off because I was just like, yeah, you're too racist. You discriminate a lot. You just want to be bringing people down. You want to be bringing me down. Like, it won't work out. But what happened was how I ended up unplugging myself from that was when I realized that I was suffering from massive headaches. (laughs) Like, really bad headaches that I've never in my life felt before. Which ended up giving me anxiety and panic attacks. Which led to me going to the emergency room and getting a $5,000 medical bill just for them to tell me that there was nothing wrong with me. Thankfully for Catholic Charities that they saved me. But yo, you imagine just having a $5,000 medical bill? Whatever. I ended that because I was like, yeah, this is too much for me. Like, I can't. But what happened was that we ended up running into each other months later. And he like broke down crying. He apologized. He told me that um, I made him reflect a lot on the person who he wants to be and how he wanted it to change. He sold me this picture, this dream of 
the person who I was looking for. And I'm like, you know what? People deserve chances. <sighs> so we started talking again. And it just led again to the same things. That constant jealousy. That constant bringing down others to make himself look good. That constant arguing and screaming. And like, it remind, to the point where it reminded me of my father. And my last straw was we were out at this restaurant and I had made a joke. And he took it very serious. And I saw him. And it just reminded me of my dad that I just stood up and I'm like, yo, just shut the fuck up. And I like walked away. And I was like, yo, Joe, this guy is just here to teach you and to show you the lesser version of who you were to other people, to your other partners. You cannot continue with this. And I promise that I will go into details because this story has much more parts to it, much more juicier details for you that I want to break down in other episodes. Joe, okay, it's either you stay here and you excuse his behavior, you tell yourself, you give yourself excuses as to why he became jealous, as to why he was yelling, as to why he became mean, or you stand the fuck up to yourself because what it is that you're doing here. Like, what is it that you want? And if I've spoken about this in my previous episodes where I spoke to my therapist. And she's like, you know, like, you go down, but you try to bring them up. And how many times can you allow someone to let you go down, but they're not meeting you at least halfway? And I like this analogy that my friend once said. It's like being in an elevator and you're going up to the 18th floor, but your friends are stuck in the 12. And it's like you're trying to bring them up with you the elevator keeps getting stuck they keep pushing the stop button they keep messing around with all the buttons to stop in every floor and you don't have time for that so i kept trying to get him to the level where i was at i was explaining to him trauma i was explaining to him anxiety i was explaining to him childhood wounds i was explaining to him and and seeing his point of view but telling him like look look at it this way and it just it didn't work out until i made that choice because that's what it's all about us having a choice to stand up for ourselves and walking away. There was this quote that I heard once and it was like, if you really want to change your life, let yourself be consumed with rage and not just towards others, not with the world, not with those around you, but with yourself. And that's what I did. I went to war against myself. I couldn't blame this person because I made the choice of staying. But not only did I choose to stay, I was choosing to just look at the good memories and not the bad ones. I felt like the good times that we had together outweighed all the little bad moments because it wasn't all the time. And that's where we mess up. We continue to let this happen. Oh, he cheated on me once. He won't do it again. Oh, he lied to me. He won't do it again. Oh, he hurt me. He said this. They won't do it again. The reality is it will continue to happen because you continue to allow it. And what I did from that moment on, I got up and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot continue to put myself through this, through this psychological abuse. Because at the end of the day, I know who I am. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm capable of. And you're disrupting and you're not aligning with none of my goals. And I just want to say that it's, that I not only do this with relationships, I also do this with friendships too. I recently found myself hanging on to this friend. Although this friend is consumed with negative energy. A negative cloud 
can only see things in the negative side, always wants to argue, is very on the defensive side, can't really joke with her, always angry. And I found myself giving her second chances or giving her more chances because I'm like, you know what? I was once in her shoes, okay? I tried to get her to get on my floor, but it seems like she'll go half a floor up and then go right back down, take five floors down. And I can't be around that because I want to make progress. And as harsh as it sounds, it is a choice that we are all given. Do we let, do we try to grab people and bring them up with us? Or do we just let them drag them down? Or what I have to learn and what I have to understand is that not everybody wants to be saved. And yes, I will waste my time, my energy, trying to get people to understand and view the world how I view it. Or not even that, because we all have different perspectives. We all have different opinions. More so trying to get somebody from point A to point D, how I made it. You know? Trying to get them to see that where you're at right now is not where you'll end up. And it's all because of your mindset. That in reality, we are just at war with ourselves. In that, trying to get them to see all of this, I pushed myself back too. So stop making excuses as to why you have to stay in the place where you're at. Whether it's with a job, whether it's with a partner, whether it's with a friend or family. You all, we all have a choice. How much is your tolerance pain? How much are you willing to put up with? What is your limit? What are you willing to continue to tolerate? And what are you willing to say, hell no, this is not me, this is not who I want to be. You bring out the bad side out of me. And if they continuously bring out the bad side out of you, figure out the lesson and walk the fuck away. I was recently listening to um, Personal Development Audio by Jim Rohn, who is my favorite. I love him. I am obsessed with him too. Um, and he has some really powerful quotes that I want to share with you because it goes with this idea of us breaking the cycle and us standing up for ourselves. You can have more than you got because you can become more than you are. Unless you change how you are, you'll always have what you got. It's always going to be how it's always been. Five years from now, are you going to notice a change? Or are you gonna be in the same cycle? And I give you five years, and that is too much time. Are you going to be in the same cycle the next six months, the next year, the next two? So take responsibility for what happens to you. Whatever happened is in the past. Whatever you went through. We often want to carry our childhood wounds with us. <laughs> we want to carry that angry little child with us. We want to carry all that disappointment, that hurt that we felt before. And we want to inflict it on other people. But Jim Rome says, don't blame the weather, the traffic, the company, the trainer, your parents, your relatives, your siblings, the economy, the government. You have this whole list of why you can't get shit done. But the reality is that the problem with your list is that you're not on it. It starts and ends with us. What do you need to break out of? What cycle do you need to give up? What are you going to do tomorrow to make a difference? What are you going to do today to make a difference in your life? What cycle, what patterns do you have to let go of? Who do you have to let go of? To become your best and highest version. 
You've been hurt before. You've been cheated on before. You've been through a lot of emotional pain. You failed at things before. But you need to get up and end the cycles. The cycles of abuse. The cycles of neglect. The cycles of emotional pain. The cycles of unhealthy eating. The cycles of an unhealthy lifestyle. And in that lifestyle, I want to tell you, people will try to stop you. Which is why it is important to realize who you're surrounding yourself with. I can tell you, I can count with my hands how many times somebody has came up to me and told me, you need to stop working out because you're getting too skinny. You lost your titties. You lost your ass. But not one of them has said or moved past beyond my assets and said, wow, you've gained so much self-confidence. You've gained so much self-discipline, self-awareness, self-mastery, self-love. Not one person has looked at me and said all those things. They strictly go into the negative. And, I, and I've been saying this. I've been having this conversation with other people. So I'll share it here. People know what you're capable of. Sometimes they're capable of seeing what you can't see in yourself. But a lot of these people come from a wounded place. So they'll let you get to where you're going. But once they see that you're exceeding the limit that they put on for you, they'll make you stop. They'll tell you things like you're getting too skinny. They'll tell you things like you look like you're on drugs. Too much water is bad for you. Doing juice cleanses is bad for you. But they will never tell you this when you're chugging 7, 10 margaritas in less than an hour while doing shots. They'll never tell you this as you stuff two cheeseburgers back to back. But when you're doing healthier things for yourself, they want you to stop. Once they see you're passing their limits. So they'll tell you things like make fun of you for going to the gym, for reading the books, for putting yourself first. I've been told, how's your little podcast going? It's not so little. (laughs) We ranked in 10 countries. But they want you to stop. They won't give you that good solution. Whether you really did put on weight or you lost too much weight, they won't give you the solution. Because they don't want you to be better than them. Let go of those people. Those people don't need to be surrounded by you. Because they want to get to the place where you're at. People will tell you, stop the business. After a month or two months or three months of it not doing well. Why? Because you started a business. Something that they couldn't do. People will tell you, stop traveling. Stop traveling to places that they've never been. That they can only dream of. They'll make excuses for you. They'll tell you it's not safe. They'll put the fear in in you. People will tell you, you can't do this. You can't do that. Because they want to be in your place. But that stops here. That stops right now. That stops with us. And that is so powerful. I I constantly tell my friends this. Like, yo, we're, we're so blessed. We can see our growth. We're not in the same place. And why we're, why we're not at the same place? Because we broke these cycles. That our parents were obese. We broke that. Because now we're eating healthier. We're going to the gym. That our parents are illiterate. That our grandparents are illiterate. We broke that because we went to school or we self-educated ourselves. That our parents couldn't get their business of their own. Well, we're starting those. We're starting the real live movement. We're starting to heal. And it's a collective. That's why I love creating these episodes because I swear to God, I love when you guys all reach out and tell me, yo, I needed that. I've been through this. I've been through that. I love the connection. Yes, I've ranked in 10 countries. I've been downloaded in 31 over 215 cities. That means that my podcast has traveled far, much far greater than I have. But it's the connection, the connection that I'm able to make with you all. So yes, 
Figure out what cycles you need to break. And I'll leave it with just saying that it's not always other people. It's the cycles that you've created for yourself. What are things you need to stop? What patterns do you need to stop? What do you have to, need to give up in order to become who you want to become? Because it's so much easier, like Jim Rohn says, to build a list and blame other people. But we're also responsible. One, because we have the choice. Two, because we have every single tool inside of us to get out of what we're going through. And three, because we are not trees. Again, like how Jim Rohn says, we are not trees. We can get up and change. How many years are you going to stay in that same abusive relationship? How many years are you going to have your kids suffering because you don't want to let your partner go? How many more generations will go through traumatizing pain, receiving no love, because we choose not to break that cycle of being vulnerable and giving love. What are we going to give down to our kids? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please continue to download the episodes. Leave a review or simply reach out to me. And in case nobody has told you today, you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are capable. If I can do it, so can you. Learn from my experiences. Learn from my vulnerability. And let's become greater together.